This is Marcus from Mystic Prophecy, and you're watching CMS TV, classic metal show. Hell yeah. Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents with the mighty Eric Ferentinos. And um, as promised, uh, here to talk all about how to put some cool collectibles in your hand. It's Bruce Sisk. Bruce, how are you, man? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Eric, it's been a minute since I've seen you, man. How you been doing, brother? Eric? Eric? Mm -hmm. There he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you. Now Now your internet's gone to shit. You check out and come back in. <laughs> okay. All right. He'll come back, but I will introduce you while we wait for Eric to come back in. Um, so, um, Bruce, you have, a, you have a charity that's out there, which I think is fantastic. Um, you know, th there's a zillion guys out there that are somewhat connected to the, to the rock world, but they, you know it's always questionable right i saw your charity and i was like all right 501c3 and it's you know it's done right it has the right people involved and and it has killer ass prizes so why don't we start there tell everybody a little bit about the charity and about how you what what caused you to form the charity and, and get things started i will chris i appreciate it bro thank you so much sure well, you know it got started uh, from my mother being diagnosed with lymphoma, you know, right. cancer, and mm -hmm. she eventually succumbed to it. Um, Medicaid capped her, so there was no, there was no federal money in Medicaid. They they capped her at a hundred grand, right? And the doctors were like, "We can treat this, but they won't let me." Right. So they eventually said, "You're going to have to sit and watch her die because they won't let us do anything." And so that was the reason I started the charity because I didn't want other people being in that same, you know, situation. So, um, and what we do, we do a little different than every other organization out there. We don't keep a dime. Nobody right. gets paid. Everybody volunteers. 100% of the money that we bring in goes out. Okay. There's no, I, I run the charity out of one of my existing businesses. So there's no cost to the charity whatsoever. Okay. There's no rent, there's no power, there's no water bills, there's no nothing. Right. So 100% of what we bring in goes out. We don't keep anything. It's great. Um, so then I started, you know, calling my friends and, hey, we need to raise money because I don't, I don't solicit money from anybody. We don't ask nobody for nothing. We always offer things in return. So sure. we, started, we started putting on these shows called Rock for Hope. Okay. Our friends would come to town and we'd do like an unplug session, sell tickets, auction items off. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. I mean, really cool stuff. So Reb, Reb Beach and uh, Pete Evick and Eric Brittingham have been involved with me from day one. Okay. They've been a part of every show. They do everything, you know, with me to raise money at the shows, the auction stuff. So we started adding people like George Lynch, Lita Ford. Um, every year, it's a revolving door. Right. You know, but Eric, Reb, and Pete are, are the core. Right. So what we've got going on now, and normally I wouldn't do this. We would just rely on the shows that we put together and do. And we take that money and we help people. 
But I came across something up in Rio, West Virginia. Um, it was very disturbing, Chris. I mean, very, very disturbing. Okay. Um, I had seen an elderly couple on the aisle, on the, on the food aisle, the cat food and dog food aisle. Right. And they were literally deciding on which can of cat food to get to eat that night. Jesus. So, you know, I interjected myself into the conversation without, you know, trying not to embarrass them. And it had come to my attention. That's what they were eating. They didn't have money for groceries. So I, I did a little digging. This town has about a population of 200 in, in there. And, and roughly 80, 80 percent of them are elderly folks. They only get five or six hundred dollars a month in Social Security. So they can't. You know, there's no money there to be had to, to, to buy things like food. Right. So what I wanted to do is I called Eric immediately. I said, dude, we got to do something. Right. I don't know what but we got to do something. Eric's like, I'm on board, whatever you want to do. So the first thing we started with was a sign base from Eric. Okay. And then um, he's like, well, let's up the ante. The winner, I will personally call the winner. Okay. Um, so then Lita got involved. She get, I got a guitar with, uh, with Lita signed wow, to, nice. to give away. So each ticket, tickets are 10 bucks, and each right. ticket has three chances to win. Okay. So And Eric's actually going to do the drawing. Nice. And, um, yeah, we're trying to figure out how to do it live because I don't understand all this. You know, so we're trying to figure out how to do it live. But um, the second, the the third guitar is a guitar that we got signed by Red Beach, Paul Taylor from Winger, of course, and uh, George Lynch signed that one, and then Pete Eddie also signed it. So, you know, one ticket, three chances to win. Eric's still calling the winner. You know, the the base being the main prize. You know, one hundred percent of that money is going to that town, man, and we're. We're down to 19 days, so we're pushing pretty hard and trying to get the word out there as hard as we can. Sure. You know, these boys, I appreciate you guys taking the time and putting this on your show. Eric, I haven't seen you since Baltimore, man. How you been doing? <laughs> I'm a lot better, my friend. Great to see you. It's been, man, it's been a long time, brother. It is, it's yeah. been a minute. And for people who don't know, uh, Bruce played in a, in a rat uh, tribute band. Yeah, uh, that's how yeah. I met you originally. I didn't do it as good as Eric. I didn't do it as good as Eric does, though. <laughs> well, no, no you're does. you were no did does. it better than me sometimes. You no, did it better than happened? me sometimes. <laughs> and you had the guitar. He, he had the uh, actual uh, snakeskin Warren guitar. He had like wow. the. Didn't you have the sword one too? <clears throat> I did. I had, well, I got Frenchie. I got them all. I got Frenchie. I got um, mm -hmm. the snakeskin. Yeah, I did have the the sword. I sold that. Well, actually, I gave that to a kid in a rehabilitation hospital, uh, the burn unit. He had got yeah. burnt really bad, and he didn't have a guitar. So I actually gave it to the doctor to give it to him as a gift. Dude. So, um, and, you know, pretty, that, that, you know, he enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. That was a very expensive nice. guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, dude, let's, let's um, you know, obviously, as Eric just said, and you, and you pointed out, you've played in – in you know a, a tribute band but what is your connection you know what is your connection to to these guys to eric brittingham and lita ford and george lynch and you I know just, did you know them or did you just run into them over the years you know, or how do you I've know known, i've known pete and eric for a very long time and through friendships with eric and pete you know, I become friends with reb i become friends with paul you know lita and it, it just keeps expanding Okay. You know, I met all these people just like I met Eric. 
you know, just at a show, just hanging out. Sure. And, um, you know, we just stayed in contact. Eric actually, his he was doing a fundraiser many, many years back. Um, his granddaughter had got diagnosed with, uh, with, or no, his goddaughter got diagnosed with cancer. And they were putting on a big show up in Virginia. So with me doing what I do for a living, I custom build stuff, furniture, cabinets, you know, kitchen cabinets and all. I told him, I said, well, I'll build you something for you often that you guys can auction off. And it was a, a Gibson Les Paul table okay, you know, well. built and gave to him. And uh, so he could raise money with it. I don't know how much money he brought in, but I think it did rather well. That's great. Yeah. And they did that up in Virginia. But ever since that day, we've been really close. Right. That's cool, man. Well, what is it about you? And, and I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a little of, of me. Like I, I, you know, you're talking about burns. You can see I'm all burned to hell. You know, I was, I was working at a steel mill and the furnace blew up. So I took a, I took a 60, 69% burn with 52% grass. I mean, I, I took a burn burn and, and the, and I'm not trying to get sympathy or none of that stuff, but the reason I bring it up is because for me now, I'm super grateful about life and I've always very quietly with everything that I do, I kind of do some charity stuff. I'll, you know, I, I have an IT business and I've built numerous websites for autism, autism charities and burn victim charities and, you know, cancer charities and whatnot. And I, and I do it quietly. And like, I've written six books now and, and I donate 10% of the proceeds of every book that I sell to a, to a charity called common ground. And I don't, you know, I don't go out of my way to say, Hey, you know, look what? at me, you know, I just kind of do it. I, I, for me, I understand kind of, I feel like I have to pay it back because right. I had so many people when I was in my worst state that I couldn't take care of myself right. that stood up for me. So I try to pay it back or forward or whichever way that would be, you know, what is it for you? Was there something in your life that went really bad that, you got through that really made you think you know what i gotta be charitable or are you just one of them guys that's been charitable in your life just a nice no. guy yeah exactly no man you know watching my mother pass when it was treatable and nobody wanted to do anything that was a wake-up call for me okay you know and, and i was like i just felt that i didn't want i didn't want to see anybody else you know deal with that if there was a you know a program or something available that all it was was money. I wanted to be that source mm -hmm. to, to help people, and, and that's what we've been doing. You know, we you know, we don't boast, we don't brag. I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't do anything. If it wasn't for the urgency of this town and only 19 days left, we wouldn't even be having this conversation now. Sure, I don't have time to throw a show together, and with everybody's tour schedule, it's very difficult during the summertime for sure. Right, definitely. Now, now, talk talk a little bit about this town. I mean, I'm, I mean, we all know there are there are definite towns across America that are oh. that are poor, that are just that are really, you know, it's one thing to say the economy's bad, and we all say it, we all bitch and moan about, you know, the grocery store and oh, it's three fifty nine a pound for ground beef or whatever. You know, we all bitch and moan about it from a place of well, we can afford it, but it kind of sucks. But there are, and both of you guys know this as guys that travel around the country, there are places you go where, yeah. you know, a quarter difference on, on a box of, 
powdered potatoes is the difference between your family eating or not eating this yeah. week. You know, so what what was it? I, I mean, I know you heard this conversation, but hearing a conversation of one person in need, I understand. But what was it that made you go from there to kind of investigate that town and find out what kind of dire straits they were actually in? That same couple that I, I witnessed this with and I tried to apply for them for government assistance. Okay. State of West Virginia. They approved that couple for $6 a month. Jesus. What is that? Exactly. (laughs) The town has no money, basically? $6 a month. And, you know, the ironic thing about that, I just did a show. I had a show in Detroit this weekend, and I was driving up. 77 through the West Virginia Turnpike, and you have four tolls that you have to pay five bucks going to each toll right. and five bucks coming to each toll coming back home. Right. So, I mean, just my car alone, they got 40 bucks from me. Right. <laughs> the hundreds of thousands of cars that come down that turnpike every day. Mm-hmm. What are they doing with this money? I'm not, you know, by no means am I political because I fucking hate all politicians. With you. I mean, it doesn't matter what party. They're all just, I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. It's just all bullshit. And, you know, I, my dear friend that's helping me contacted you that put this out there. He actually knew people in government up there. Okay. And called them to, you know, to try to get them to do something. You know, along with what we're trying to do. And that cocksucker actually told him if that problem was real, we would know about it and we would help him. Dude, please. I mean, that's, that's just, I, I, I can't stand politicians. No, they're, they're all scum. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they just thought they're all just pathetic pieces of shit. I mean, it's like, it's like you can look at where Eric lives out there in California. There's homeless camps everywhere, and then they say there's nothing going on. It's like, wait a minute. Help the fucking people. Dude, we can give billions of dollars away to stupid shit in other countries every year. Exactly. We can't, we can't take care of our own, and it just it really pisses me off, man. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and I can see, you know, looking at that and then talking to a family that's literally trying to figure out if they want to have meow mix or alpo for dinner it's like whoa that's that's fucked man you know hand these people a hundred bucks or don't even hand them a hundred bucks hand them a hundred dollar grocery voucher let them come in and just say hey i can't afford i and i've always thought that is of you know of government assistance which i think is just a big scam don't give anybody money Give them a voucher. You can shop four times a week. You get $150. That's right. Go. And that way, at least you know they're going to eat. You know, you know that they're going to have food. And if they don't, well, then that's a different issue. But at least take care of your own. And, you know, I applaud you, man, because that's it's one thing to see it. It's another thing to take action. And there's not. The, the unfortunate thing is, and I don't even want to get into like millionaires and billionaires and all that because they're all shitty too. Yeah. But, but those, those of us that are like middle-class people, mm-hmm. th- more should help. More should help. Right. I know I, I, I have a, I have a little dumb thing that I do again, kind of quietly. I really don't talk about it, but there's a, there's a grocery store about 25 minutes from me 
And every year I go by it because it's where homeless people kind of gather around Christmas time. And I grab myself a homeless guy and I'm, and I take them in the grocery store and I'll buy them whatever they want, whatever, you know, here, here's 150 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is. I'll buy them whatever they want. And I do it quietly. And I always have, I've done it like 12 of the last 13 years. And it's just because I want to help, but I don't want it to be, I don't want to give money to the Red Cross or the, the, you know, any of these, these organizations. I want to give it to, if I'm willing to give $150, I want to give it to somebody. It's going to look me in the eye, say, thank you. My kids are going to eat for two weeks because you bought me X, whatever it is, you know, and, and I think that's important. You also have to learn how to shop too. Like that's so important, like to make your money go further, to learn how to cook, to do these important things and teach people recipes they can do to keep under that budget that they have if they are given any assistance, you know? Yeah. But I think recipe number one is make sure that the people have enough money that they're not buying cat food. That's that's lesson number one. But the state, I'm I'm confused. The state doesn't have uh, a program like they, I mean, in California here, they have like the EBT program, CalFresh. That's what I filled out for. It was the West Virginia EBT, and they approved Mm -hmm. them for $6 a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so is that, did that have to do with a miss, something they put wrong in their filing? I mean, I think you just have to have under... I did it twelve or thirteen thousand income, and it, well, you should be it, able to get might, like two or three hundred bucks a month for food. It, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, or if you don't even know, just say so, Bruce. But I think part of that has to do with the, um, the, what do you call it? The uh, the average earnings per capita yeah. is uh, what they base EBT yeah, on. Yeah. They base it. So if you're in a really really depressed area, yeah. it'll be a lot lower. And the reason is because they don't want people taking that money and using it to buy drugs or to trade for drugs or whatnot. I mean, it's, it's, it really is kind of a double-edged sword of awful. It really it is. is. I mean, it really is, man. I mean, you know, you know, them elderly people getting five or $600 a month. I don't know anybody that can pay their bills and, no. and have anything left over. Now, you know, Rio, West Virginia is about, like I said, 200 population, but 80% of that is elderly people. That, oh, you know, that, 70, 80, 90-year-old that cannot go get a job. Right. right. And, and, and in addition to not only not only can they not get a job, but then the other, the other nasty thing that they do, especially to the elderly, is everything's now online. Yep. So they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to, no. they don't know how to fill out stuff online or, or on their phone. Most of them don't even know that they have the internet on their phone. I did it for right. them in the parking lot, and then I, I filled it out. You know, I gave them what I had in my pocket was a few hundred bucks. I gave it to them, and um, I took. Well, it was actually at um, there was a place called JJ's Diner there where you can go get hot meals. And I opened up an account and said, "Here, put this cash on there. People come in, let them eat, and don't yeah. charge." You know, um, but so I actually, you know, contacted them a few weeks after I had filled that thing out. And they let me know that it came in with a welcoming letter, and she read it to me, and that's how I knew they approved her for six dollars a month. The state of wow. West Virginia. I mean, I don't know what they. I don't even. I just don't understand the rationality or the thinking behind that. 
Yeah, I mean, what do they think you can buy for $6 a month? You know, and Chris, you could probably, I mean, you can go 10 miles in any direction and find mm -hmm. a problem. But I haven't ran across them. I ran across this one. Yeah. And then the first call that I made was Eric, Eric Birdingham. I was like, bro, we got to do something. I can't, I can't leave here and, and sleep at night knowing this is going on up here. Right. And so, and Dave also contacted every news station up there in the area, every news outlet, news channel, every, they've all shot him down. They won't even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, dude. Well, and, and that's the weird thing. You know, I mean, I, our, our friend, our mutual friend, Dave Tedder is the one that asked me about yeah. what I, and I couldn't volunteer quick enough to say, sure. You know, I'm, I'm more than happy to promote it. This should be a national promotion. Oh, there, there should be a national sponsor to this. I mean, it's, it's doing, it's literally a charity that takes nothing for itself. Yep. So with that being said, it is mm -hmm. criminal, crim I'll call it criminal, that you don't have a clear channel or iHeart or whatever they're called today, taking it across the country and sponsoring it and putting and raising millions of dollars. Man, you, they've all turned me down. They've, which is I've crazy. Been, I have been everywhere. I've been everywhere. I mean, they've all turned me down. And you know, we've tried to get, I tell you this, the, the raffle was running for 60 days. We've sold 228 tickets. Okay, wow. I mean, that's $2,280 that ain't going to do shit. Right. But it's, yeah, and 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 it's but I I think the reason that it's that number is just exposure. Yeah, it's not that people won't help. Yep. You know, just every it out there. Every time I see a friend or a family member of a friend die on Facebook, I yep. see I see the three four thousand dollars, five thousand, eight thousand to to pay medical expenses or to pay this or that. If there was exposure to this, there should be. There should be a hundred thousand dollars easy, you know. I mean, ten bucks. First of all, most people throw ten bucks away at the bar getting a drink, yep. one, one drink. So for the cost of a drink, you win. You got three chances to win, to win a guitar that even if you don't like the bands, you could sell it on eBay for fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, what, you know, I, mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know how often or or how many times you're gonna get. You know, George Lynch, Red Beach, Paul Taylor, and Pete on one guitar. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, and how often are you going to get Lita to, to sign a warlock and, mm -hmm. and you know, hang it? And, and, I mean, come on, Eric, you're going to win a bass and get a phone call? Come on. Yeah, it's a great, it's a, I, I think it's a great charity. And I think that it's, first and foremost, regardless of the prizes or whatever, I think it's, uh, the cause is just. No, and that's mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to have you on in the first place was because when I read this, I was like, "Good God, you know how this how should be a, we... like a a state of emergency called though." It you should know? be. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's weird that it's not when you have like senior citizens starving uh, that you can't even approve them for a basic amount of food. What an embarrassment for the, uh, for the state, you know governor for the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and not asking Biden for help. No. I mean, they're taking in millions of dollars in that state. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I mean, why intentional. I don't understand why somebody from Georgia, because that's where I live, is trying to fix a problem in West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't get it. 
why is not West Virginia or anybody up in that area trying to solve these problems? Why is there not one senator or one congressperson for that area that's jumping up and down saying, we got people that can't live in our state. Let's fix it. We've reached out to them. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. And the only thing we get back is that response I told you. Yeah. Well, if that was truly going on, we would help them. Oh, my God. God, I mean, <laughs> well, we got the ticker tape here. This is contribute dash https yeah. colon backslash backslash slash raffle yeah they can well i mean treatmentrelief.org they can hit the scroll down and go to the raffle page the guitars read the story read where 100 percent of the money is going we don't keep a dime and buy a ticket right. and that's the thing you know me and dave are pulling our hair out we're trying to get this out there i mean you know, I, I tag Eric, I tag George, I tag Rev, and everything I put out, but it's like it's going nowhere now. Right. You know, and it just it's frustrating, man. We live in a different time now. Yeah. Well, we I'm just- gonna I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna say it on the air, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna honor it as soon as we get done with the show tonight. As soon as we get done, I am gonna go online. I am gonna buy five tickets. No. Oh, I'm gonna buy five raffle tickets. If I happen to win. I'm going to have you sell the guitar or the bass on eBay and put that into the money too. Cause I have no, I do not play an instrument nor do I collect anything. So I would much rather win and put another 1500 bucks into the cause because that's awesome, and what I hope is that if I, who, you know, who you guys so willingly tune into every single week, if I can buy five tickets and then offer to give up the prize. How about you guys buy one ticket? Ten freaking bucks. Not asking for a lot here. Ten no. bucks. You know, I put it out there. You know what I'm telling you? I don't know why the tickets haven't been moving. And I don't understand Facebook algorithms or none. Sure. It won't let me sponsor an ad. When I try to sponsor an ad to get it out there, it won't even let me sponsor right. it. You'd have so, to pay to do that on Facebook. Anytime it's, trying, it's a business it thing you're doing. Do. It won't even, it won't even let me do that to that post. I sponsor ads for my, my woodworking store all the time. But when it comes to that particular personal post, it won't, it won't let me. It's because I know why I, I, I work it. And, and the reason why is because they want you to send proof of proof of everything under the sun to them so they can verify your charity and that you're not raising money. That's bullshit and blah, blah. And, and believe me when I tell you, they will ask for everything, including your firstborn's, you know, insurance policy before they'll let you. They are they are as cunty as anybody when it comes to to letting you earn money. It it, it really is terrible. But oh, it's horrible. Well, it's horrible. well, yeah. Bruce, I, we're gonna wrap this one up because we got to get out of here. But I do want to one more time tell everybody: treatmentrelief.org is the website. Treatmentrelief.org. Uh, we have the raffle link on on the scroll here. So if you're watching this after the live or even right now, go over there and buy a raffle ticket. Don't be cheap. I know every sing- I know every single one of you either drinks or smokes pot. So give up give up one beer or one joint this week, and do something for the people of our country, for our people. Yeah, you know, help our people out. Ten bucks. And the city, the name, of the city again that this is Rio, Rio West Virginia. Yeah, Rio. R-I-O. It's spelled like Rio, but it's yeah. Rio. Mm. Rio, West Rio, West Virginia. Virginia. 
Yeah, so you can look up the city as well and see how destitute they are. So oh. let's let's get out there as metalheads and help out because Lord knows, I know we we all try to be macho and we all try to be cool and all this other bullshit, but in the end, we want to see our own taken care of. That's right. So let's take care of our own here. And ten bucks, ten bucks for somebody that's literally contemplating eating cat food for dinner. Ten bucks is the difference between eating that and eating I something know. legit. You know. For probably two or three days, so no, let's, yeah. let's help out and um, and Bruce, man, uh, you know, it's great to have you on. Um, you know, once this raffle is done and you get the next set up, dude, as many of these as you do, this door will always be open to come on and promote it. And you know, I'm happy to help. Thank you guys so much, Eric. It was good talking with you, man. I hadn't yeah. spoken to you in years. We need to know, catch man. up. There you go. Nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Chris Aiken Presents. We will be back next Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We will do it once again. I have no idea who the guests will be because I'm not that far in advance. But um, for Bruce and for Eric, um, you know, thanks for tuning in. And for Sugar Smack. That's right, and Sugar Smacks too. (laughs) So for everybody involved, we will be back next week. And thanks for watching, and see ya. Peace. (laughs) 